That was free falling. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think like I got stuck. I was trying to be like I was trying to join in, but I couldn't I couldn't get it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hi everybody. This is Rated PG. I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. Welcome to another exciting installment of uh us talking about kids' movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have three boys. Nathan is four. Liam and Charlie are two. Uh yeah. It's been a it's been a week. It always is. It's been a long it was a long week. I'm I can't I'm not gonna lie. Liam and Charlie decided cribs were no more. They were like waking up in the middle of the night, mostly Charlie, just screaming. Charlie's been on a real screaming kick lately. Scream, scream, screaming. Uh, the only thing that makes them not scream are monster truck videos. <laughs> so, you know, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription on Amazon Prime Video, you can watch 80s videos of monster trucks. And our kids, well, our younger two, love them. With Nate, s- sick guitar licks. Nate hates them with a passion. <laughs> he does. But they're like, they like wake up and they're like, monster trucks? Monster trucks. <laughs> like, oh my God. But that's just become code for like anything car related. Because now it's these, they've somehow found these like weird YouTube-ish videos that are on Amazon as well. Yeah, that are like, red car. and it's like all these like uh i guess 2d animations yeah yeah (sighs) and they're six minutes long so then it it does you no good right you put it on by the time you go start doing something it's over and you got to put and there's no like autoplay no for the next one it's soup's annoying yeah they need to make a playlist but yeah so we had to uh convert the cribs to toddler beds which fortunately was an easy process the the hard process is getting them to nap in their beds <laughs> it's over yes we have no more babies <laughs> they're all just little boys it's horrible <laughs> It's just gonna get worse. They're gonna smell bad. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. Just you can send me, me good smelling things or candles or spot retreats. I will take all of those. Thank you. It's just gonna. We're just gonna be living Wendy McClendon movies <laughs> character from Bridesmaids Life. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, anyways, and I hurt my thumb because I was cleaning the yard super hard the other day and I blistered my thumb. Yeah. You just ripped it right apart. So I was working real hard. So next week I might not have a thumb, but whatever. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> so we watched Leap, which is a Netflix movie, right? No, I think it came out in theaters. Oh, it came out in theater. Okay. All right. But uh, but it was on Netflix. We watched it on Netflix. Okay. Yes. Um. And the description is an orphan girl dreams of becoming a ballerina and flees her rural Brittany for Paris where she passes for someone else and accedes to the position of pupil at the Grand Opera House. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. So this one, 
I think Nathan saw once. Once or twice. But I do know that this is a movie that other people in their houses have on repeat. So we decided it was worth a worth a watch on our end. This is my first watch. Again, we just <laughs> let our children watch things without review. <laughs> like I trust you. I mean, whatever. Netflix. It's listed as a kid's movie. It's fine. It's on Netflix kids profile. It's fine. What's the worst that could happen? Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the movie opens. We're at an orphanage. It's a really nice looking orphanage. I think it's like, like a, a church. Like an abbey or something. Some, like uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and there is a girl, but she's on the roof. Yeah, not safe. And she's gonna she that she's gonna escape or something. I didn't really understand this plan. Why did they need to be on the roof to escape? I don't know. It just felt really unsafe. And then there was like this weird cross-eyed guy who like ran the place, I guess, or was like the I don't know what to call him, like the keeper or something. Yeah, like the groundskeeper or I, but he was like in charge of the kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. And then there were nuns because it's an orphanage. And it's France. Back in the day. This was like old timies. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, the it's 1860s or 70s because they're like, or maybe it's, no, it's 1880s, I think, because the Eiffel Tower was built in like 1880-something. Okay. So then she has a best friend, some boy. His name's uh, Victor. And... Uh, he's got this postcard and he's telling her about this dance school in Paris and that this is where she needs to go and that that's, this is where they're going to go. Um, and so, he wants to be an inventor. Right. And they are like best friends and they have their whole thing is that they arrived together so they're going to escape together. Like that's their whole plan. So then he says, don't worry, tonight I have this great plan. We're going to get out of here. So he shows up at her room, dressed up as a nun with chicken boobs. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he was. They don't have like extra tablecloths or something they could steal? I don't know. So he had chicken, like one or two, I don't know. But he had some chicken, actual live poultry. Live chicken stuffed under his Under his shirt, shirt. for breasts. Um and he's like, come on, I'm the nun, let's go. And then she has this music box that becomes like paramount. Like she's got a, she can't leave without it. It's the only thing she has left of her mother's. I feel like a lot of movie orphans have music boxes. That's like a thing. Or they have like a thing that was like left to them by their parents. Like the only thing that they have. Um, and And so they're being chased by the crazy cross-eyed guy. You know, like all this, like insanity is happening and all this stuff like motorcycle that seemed like it didn't make sense for the time but i I don't know but he there was like a couple times where victor almost didn't make certain things because of the fucking music box where it's like yeah sometimes maybe just i not being an orphan i I don't mean to speak out of turn because maybe it would be that big of a deal but yeah could be i'm like but you're gonna like you guys are getting out of here. Like, and your friend almost didn't make it maybe or keep it in a safer 
like in your pocket. I don't know. It it just it felt like a lot. Yeah, and I didn't really understand why the cross-eyed guy cared so much that they were escaping. Like I don't he know, was maybe, like risking his life. I don't know. I was like, do they get money or uh, who knows? So they finally they catch the train. They end up like in the train. They end up like when they get somewhere, they stop and they get in like um like a fruit box yeah, or something. Crate. And they get taken on a cart and they're going somewhere. And then Victor farts and he was like, I didn't do it. And then it smells real bad. So then they they I mean, climb. That's, they, that's a great, great bit of comedy. Right they <laughs> so then they get out of the box because it smells bad. Um, and then we see that they made it to Paris. They're building the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. So like you said, the time frame. Victor's crazy. Like he his body is out of control. Yeah, I mean... He has, like, no control over his body. How old are they supposed to be? 14? Maybe. I would say probably, like, more like 11, 12. Oh, because I was like, if it's 14, then it could be, like, boys in puberty could be, like, super awkward with their bodies. Uh, Well, he was just nuts. So then he falls off of, like, the bridge onto a boat and like leaves her and yeah, he's, he's like, like, meet me back here tomorrow. And I'm like, dude, how do you even know where to go back to? She, <laughs> where's the boat going? Like fucking idiot. So then, <laughs> and then her, her name is Felici. Felici. So she's now alone wa- wandering the streets of Paris and she finds the ballet school. And so then she's watching what is a Swan Lake rehearsal. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, and she sees, I. it's never fully established, but I'm assuming that this is the prima ballerina. That's what I would assume as well. Um, and she's watching her do this like amazing solo and she does this crazy like jeté thing. jeté And she's like, oh my God. And then is caught by like the, the security guard. Security guy there, you know. And he's just like, you're going to get in trouble because uh, you're going to, you were trying to steal something. Or She's like, no, I just was watching. Just a, I'm just a lover of dance. And then the cleaning lady shows up. She walks with a cane. And she saves Felici, who's going to, like, get her hand chopped off or something. I don't know. And she was basically like, you know, if you go and do this, like, she got in on your watch. So right. it's going to make you look bad, too. Just Shouldn't you have, I'll like, locked her. the front door to this yeah. giant building? Like, you're an idiot. So then, you, you know, Felici's being annoying. And the cleaning lady's just like, whatever. And she says that she goes to this house, and it's, like, this rich lady's house. And she's like, okay, fine, you can help me clean. So she lets her, you know, she can help clean the house and she can stay at the servants' quarters. Right, because the lady has to, like, clean all these stairs and stuff. It can't be easy. It took, easy. like, all night. Like, they got, like, she was cleaning at the, well, I guess it was the opera house, but they, I guess they do ballet at the opera house. So it's just like a theater space. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So she cleans there and then in the evening goes to this rich lady's house and I, I guess is then like cleaning there all night and then in the day and then goes back to clean the theater. I, I was like, oh, it's a terrible. Tough, it's a tough life. So then cleaning. So they're cleaning all night and then it's the morning and the rich lady's a bitch 
And there's a lot of people in this movie that are unexplained mean. Like she's just awful, like for yeah. no reason. She's super mean. Um, was, her and daughter's then, mean too. Well, yeah. So then Felici f- meets the daughter, who's like this amazing ballerina, and is like, "I'm the greatest thing that ever lived." Blah. And she's voiced by Maddie Ziegler. Mm-hmm. Who's the Who's Felici voiced by? Elle Fanning. Oh, okay. And, and one weird thing about Victor is when this movie first came out in Canada, it was voiced by Dane DeHaan. But then when it came out in the U.S., somebody else did the voice. Mm. So I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe he made some choice where they're like, yeah, we're going to recast you. I don't know. But leave everybody else. So then uh, the mean ballet girl is like, I'm going to, to this school and I'm just waiting for the letter because my mom has the best prime rib and so the director of the opera house is going to let me come yeah, to this school. They and, run a restaurant. I don't know. Like, so this whole thing, it's a very successful restaurant. They seem quite rich. Right. Um, and then the mailman comes and has a letter that's for the ballet and Felici uh, intercepts the letter. Yeah. And so then she goes to the audition and is playing the role of what's the girl's name? Camille. Camille. Um, and then there's some like crazy opera man, and he's the one who was inviting Camille to come into the audition. Yeah, but he's not the ballet teacher. No, he's just an opera guy. Yeah. And he like talks with like Opera Man. Like, I'm almost singing, but not quite. And you're like, what? The yeah, fuck I he reminded me of this guy I worked with who was a sommelier at a restaurant, uh-huh. but he he wanted to be an opera singer. Mm-hmm. So he was always like, let me tell you about this wine. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Yeah, it was like that. Um, and then something happened that made me go, oh, wait, was this not in English originally? It, because then I realized like the mouths weren't matching up with the dialogue. And I do find... Because I know languages don't always equally translate, that when movies get translated into English, there's something very stilted about the dialogue. Yeah, I mean, it was, it made was open. It made in like France. There's like a co-production between France and Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. That, it was originally in French, is my guess. Yeah, cause, and it does feel like. There's definitely a bunch of times where it just feels like somebody put the script in like Google Translate, and you're just like, "What? That's not how people talk, right?" Like that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it suddenly becomes where they're like, "We just translated it. We didn't actually go. This is what they're trying to say. So this is how we say it." Yeah. (laughs) In English, (laughs) and you're just like, something feels off. And then something happened where I went, "Wait, was this not?" originally in English because I thought this was a Netflix Netflix original. I didn't realize that it had come out in theaters and this whole thing. So um so then she runs back into Victor and she's like, I'm gonna go to the ballet school. This is gonna be great. Da 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 and he's like, oh awesome. Well I'm now an inventor and I met this guy and he's talking about his evening and it sounds like he's this sophisticated gentleman who had mm-hmm. this very um enriching evening out at the salon 
And that is not what I... No. <laughs> but then we see, like, over his, like, talking, there are, like, still frames of what actually happened that night. And at one point, they, like, light farts on fire. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he... Somehow on that boat, he met, like... Uh, Some tiny Eiffel's, child. Eiffel's assistant, who kind of reminded me of Buddy Hackett from The Love Bug. Like, But he was, like, a, but he was like a kid, too. I know. Yeah, he was, was a kid, a kid also, too, right? Just yeah. who he reminded me of. But, but so then he now he's like Victor's now the second assistant. Basically, my takeaway was Eiffel is just like abusing child labor. But I guess it was the eighteen eighties, and that's just mm. what you did. You look hmm. confused. I don't understand what this means. Uh, it says splits girl out. Oh yeah, so they they basically. He lets oh, her in. Oh, right? oh, well, I know. Okay, I got it. <laughs> so like, back the at the dancing, there's so like so we're back at the dance school. Yeah, and the head teacher is like he's basically like Camille got this audition not because she's good, but because of her connections connection to the opera guy. So he's like, you have to, you are, we're having auditions. There's a new show, The Nutcracker. I think that that was the idea. Like the Nutcracker was not a thing, yeah. A regular thing. Like this was the first time showing of The Nutcracker. And so they were going to have uh, one of the girls be Clara. Like they had to audition for that part, right? That's the, the name in The Nutcracker. Not sure. I, I believe so. you. Um, so. He's like, we're having on a, an audition, and I'm telling you right now, you're going to be the first one to go. Right. He basically is like, whoever does the worst today is Le- out is and out. not coming back. And can't come back. Um, and not not out of, like, the ballet school, but they but were out of, out of the, the running for that And part. he was basically, like, with Camille, like, and it, you will be out of the school. Like, yeah. I'm telling you right now, like, because you shouldn't be here. So, and the thing is that, uh, Felici doesn't act. She actually has never had any training. No. So she just believes she can dance. And she, like, we've seen her do she's some things. Some like, grace. she's she's good, but she has no, like, formal training. Right. And everybody so else knows the positions and she's everything like that. Doing very poorly. Um, and then they go down into the splits. And she barely makes it. And she barely makes it, but then he's like, now get back up. And so everyone gets up, and he's like, basically, like, uh, Camille, you're out. And then he looks over and he sees one of the girls can't get up out of the split. So now she's out. <laughs> yeah, my comment was, is she just like horribly injured? Like, <laughs> they carry her out in the split. And then she falls in. <laughs> oh, and then we, we get introduced to Rudy, who is the top like male dancer he's among a, the children. He's kind of a creeper. He is. He's a little weird, but apparently the ladies love him because they were all like, oh my God, and He's Rudy. like a Russian prince oh. or something. Um, and then she gets caught by the cleaning lady and is like, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm just, I, I want to be a wanna, dancer. I just can. And she's like, do you think you can? And she's like, I do. I really do. She's like, okay, then we're going to start training. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you, and because it's been very obvious that she, that this lady was a dancer. Yeah, and the rich lady was like, "Have we gotten any mail?" And they were like, and she was like, "No, we didn't." 
Nope. So then uh, we also see... The one flaw in this, somehow that mom doesn't like follow up in person with anybody. So then we see uh, the cleaning lady, she like pulls out a shoe box and in it are these like red point shoes that have not been used. Right. Like they're not... Point shoes last like two two dances or something like that? Something like like if you're really like, yeah, if you're really doing it, they don't last long. You go through them. Um... So so then you're like, okay, so now now it's sort of like, okay, yeah, she really does. So now she's training, and it's a very interesting way of training. Like, it's, she pours water on the ground. It's like very Miyagi. And is Mr. like, Miyagi. okay, ring the bell, and which is like hanging in a tree, ring the bell, and don't make a splash. And so she does that, like, all day, like, trying to, like, land. So she's just trying to teach her how to land without, like clomping which is the whole thing um and then there's all this other stuff and there you know there's a lot of like montagey things i don't understand the time frame that's happening here but we see that she's getting better and she's actually with training is actually just has a knack and is really good she's definitely a natural at the dancing um and then, like, Rudy's really liking her. She keeps not getting kicked out. Like, she keeps making it through to the next round. Um, and at one point, Rudy and Felicity are on the roof. Again, Super with the dangerous. roof. It's like, just not kids. safe. There's a lot of, there's a lot of unsafe <sighs> behavior. I, I just, I don't approve of this. Maybe we shouldn't let our kids watch this movie. <laughs> not Liam and Charlie. They don't need they any more encouragement to do stupid stuff. End up on the roof. Charlie just like, oh my Jesus, he will, they like to put all the pillows on the floor and then jump. But from the, like the couch. From pillows. the couch. But then Charlie will sometimes just free fall when there are no pillows. He just sort of is like, something will catch me. <laughs> like, oh my God. Liam and Charlie, have, I've seen them do this. They will run around the house. And then just throw themselves on the ground. Our floors are granite. There's, this is not a safe activity. And they just are like, I'm fine. <laughs> I believe. Oh! <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> You're going to die. You're crazy. Uh, so they're like doing this thing. But then Felici falls like through the window or something. You know, I don't know. And it's fine. I thought this was going to be like the end of her. I, I wrote down this quote. I think I broke my everything. Was that her or was that Victor? I, I don't know. So then then she, you know, sees Victor again. And he's like, I really am. Like, I'm, I'm an assistant. I have this great space. And I'm inventing. And he's, he's like, I'm working with the guy who's working on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but the weird thing is. So he's, so the Statue of Liberty is like in. Yeah. But state like they're he's building it. When I was doing my research, <laughs> uh, the I believe the Statue of Liberty was actually finished before the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. and of course, in the movie, the Statue of Liberty is not assembled or shipped to the U.S. and it's already green. But I believe when it came to the U.S., it was, it was copper. It was still copper, whatever. Yeah, right. And over the years, it turned green. Right. Right. So oxidization. This movie just lost me right there. Science. 
<laughs> That's that got you. So then <laughs> also just just while I'm on on this, I would and this is a bit of a side, but I felt like the animation of dancing was not well done. How did you feel about how they looked while they were dancing? I thought that I actually enjoyed that part. I thought the dancing was nice. The rest of it was a little. Yeah, it was not the best. You know, but I, I mean, honestly, I don't know that I've seen a cartoon with this. Like attention to ballet level of dancing. Yeah. So for me, I was like, this is the the best dancing I've ever seen in animation. (laughs) So I mean, maybe it wasn't like amazing, but I still thought it was, I did, I did enjoy the dancing in this movie. Um, so again, like Felicity's getting better and better and she's doing like these amazing moves and all this stuff. And she's constantly practicing and she meets Victor at the bar and then she's dancing. Like she's doing some ballet stuff, some of like what she kind of knows. And, and then, uh, it turns out that the teacher was there. Yeah. And he sees her and he, he does sort of, I think he's starting to get like a soft spot for You've this seen kid. It. We sort of saw him during the montage, like warming up to her a bit. Yeah. And so he was sort of like, he said something like, hopefully at school you'll have a little more like grace or decorum or something. But, but he says like, but to keep that level of performance. Yeah. But that was a really great performance or something. And she's like, oh my God. Um, and then Victor's walking her home. He tries to get a kiss. Denied. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just be friends. And then I said, Rich Caddy finds out. Like a rich lady. Rich lady. <laughs> I couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like a golf caddy? I don't remember this. Yeah, it's a weird Caddyshack crossover in the so, middle of this <laughs> I'm all right. Don't no matter what about me. So what again? All right. I was doing my gopher dance. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but you know, Kenny. Kenny's got my heart. So then You do love the loggins. <laughs> the loggins. It's just the king of the 80s soundtracks. <laughs> right? <laughs> so the rich lady fi- finds out. She hears uh them, she overhears like Victor and uh Felice talking. So yeah. she knows what happens. Um, and she, Felicity is invited out with Rudy, like this whole thing happens and the cleaning lady's like, well, you really need to train like the big thing. Like the final, well, so. Oh no, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I didn't write this down. So the rich lady finds out, she goes to the school and with Camille and is like, this girl's an imposter. Fuck her. Get her out. Let's like lock her up. And they're like, no, no, wait here. All right. I, I hear you. I hear you. And you, you should get a fair shot. So your daughter can be in the auditions and we're going to have like this, you know, thing. And, um, and then whoever wins, uh, gets the part and he basically told Felicity, like, if she doesn't win, she has to leave the school because she did lie. Yeah. But they, they recognize her talent and want her to continue. Plus, I don't remember exactly when we get 
see this, but the dance instructor mm-hmm. and the cleaning lady, who was played by Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> Canada, remember? Uh, Odette. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a prior, like some sort of, like he taught her or danced with her or something. Yeah, they right? had and something. And he said like she was the best. And you could still see it sometimes. She was like dancing while she was sweeping or something like that. Yeah. Like he was like, she was one of the best. Um, and then uh, Rudy like invites Felicia out and is like, you don't have to do anything else. You're the greatest. You know it. You're like me. We're naturals. Um, and, you know, the clean is like, you really need a train. And she's like, nope. Peace. There's a boy who likes me. So she leaves. Uh, Victor thinks that Felici likes him. He's not, he misread something and thought it was about him, but it was about Rudy. Right. And he said, he told her like, oh, well, meet me here Mm -hmm. and we'll have like a date. Something. And then it turns out that somehow Rudy and her end up in that same place. And like like on the Eiffel Tower. And there's like all these candles are lit and this whole thing. And then he sees her with Rudy and is sort of like, oh, my God. Um, so then they start fighting terribly. They're not good at fighting. <laughs> no, it was basically the classic They're, slap fight. Yeah, it was. They were like, meh. Um, and then Felicia's like, fuck everybody. And she leaves. And then she falls asleep on the roof, which, again, yeah, don't go on the roof. It's such a bad idea. To roll in your sleep um, and die. So then... They have the audition. Uh, Camille does really well because she was ready. And Felice almost didn't show up. She finally is there, and then she can't do it. Like, she just keeps, like, yeah, flubbing, and she just can't she do chokes. it. And he's like, okay, well, you got to leave. Like, this is what I said was going to happen, so you have to leave the school. You can't be a part of this anymore. And then the rich lady's like, ha, ha, ha. And then she fires the cleaning lady. And then she sends uh, Felice back to the orphanage. Yep. Um, so she's back at the orphanage and she's just sort of like. Uh, sad. Sad life. Once life. you get a taste of the big city. Life is horrible. And she's, you know, just sort of like given up. Um, and then she keeps having throughout the movie um, when she's sleeping, we see her have this like vision this like dream and then she finally you know at the orphanage finishes the dream and wakes up and then realizes why she dances which she's been asked several times throughout the movie yeah the cleaning lady keeps saying but why do you dance why do you dance and she's like stop asking me and she's like you have to know like why do you do this so she finally knows why she dances so she continues to train just... What was her... It was like her bomb, like, throwing her around or something? Uh, yeah. It, and, I mean, and she ends up saying it, but it's basically, like, she's it's just always been a part of her life. It's, like, in her bones. Like, it's just who she is. So uh, she continues to train on her own at the orphanage, like, doing her stretches, doing her things, like, doing all the different, like, drills and stuff like that. And then um, the weird man takes her back to the ballet because he was like, he felt bad. And that was really off. Like it didn't his, make any sense. His voice sounded like voiceover. Like it didn't match up with. It also the, just 
character wise didn't make any sense. Like what like who did his voice? I don't even remember what the character's name was. There's a lot of people who did multiple voices. But Weird eyeball man. Uh Greasy Guard. No. I don't know. Um I don't know which character. It this sounded is. like Mel Brooks. I mean Mel oh yeah, Mel Brooks is in the movie. That was Luto, so that's probably that character. Okay. But it didn't like I just felt like it was very unearned that he just suddenly cared and was invested in But no, he remember at, at one point like he saw her like really down and he was like oh, she's broken. Like she's she's lost her fire. And he like started to cry and the nun was like get it together. <laughs> Sack up. So, so we do see that he has this sort of like realization, like how much this, how important this is to her. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense to me that he would then, like, when he cared so much about keeping them there for whatever reason, that suddenly this new I perspective would let him like risk everything to take her back. But I, you know, I don't know. Turns out he actually cares about the kids. Who knew? That's, so that's crazy. So he takes her back. Um, and then she finds Victor and he's like, I want, she's like, I want you to come with me or something like that. I don't know why she was going. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't write detailed notes there, but he fixed the music box cause it had been like thrown out a window and like completely busted. Yeah. Cause the like rich lady broke it. Right? Yeah. So she goes back and the, she's like at the valet and, um, Camille was like, what are you doing? And, oh, I'm just, I guess I didn't break it right the first time. I'm going to break your music box again. And she's like, oh, I don't think so. Like, -uh. I learned already. And then they start to have, like, a dance-off. And then one of the girls from the school comes running at him and was like, dance off! (laughs) So they all come. And they're all, they're like doing these like dances and they're going over like the theater chairs and all this craziness is happening. Lots of jumps, lots of spins. (coughs) Excuse me. And then Felici does this like crazy jump like down the stair. Like it was a few flights of stairs. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's quite the leap. It, It was, I mean... She should have died. But so she, (coughs) excuse me. So then she lands like perfectly like toe and then down and like two like floats down (laughs) down to the ground. And that's when Camille sort of like. Camille like held back. Like this is. do it. Well, because she couldn't. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, she's actually really good and she should do this. So. Um, so she, so they're like, okay, well, you know, why do you dance? And then Felicity gives her reason about all of it. And Camille was like, because my mom makes me. Yeah. And she realizes my mom's wishes, which is, which is funny that she's voiced by like the breakout (laughs) star from dance moms. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So she, um, is. You know, that realization is just like, you should really have this part. Like, this isn't, this isn't mine. You should have this. And he was like, okay, but you can stay at the school. Like, I still want you to train because you are an amazing dancer. Yeah, because basically they told Camille, like, you're really good technically, but you need to, like, 
Yeah. Show more performance. Um, so then, so then it's like, so she's going to get to dance in the Nutcracker. Uh, I can't remember why she went to go find Victor or something like to say, like, I want you to come to the ballet. Like I did it. I like you, whatever. Um, but she's at the Statue of Liberty and then the crazy rich lady shows up and, and Camille's with her and she's like, how dare you take this from my daughter? And she was going to like, Tanya Harding her. And she was like. She had a giant hammer and she was like, it's hammer time. Yeah. She, she said, said, stop. It's hammer time. She said, it's hammer time. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> so stupid. And she had these like crazy one-liners that I was like, what the fuck is happening? And that was Kate McKinnon. Um, And then uh, they get up to like the top or something and Victor's there and he has the pigeon wings now because he tried yeah. chicken wings and that didn't work. Yeah, he's been working on he's been working on this for a while of wings so he can fly with. So he these were the pigeon wings. So these actually worked um, and they got away and he flew her to the ballet with the, <laughs> the pigeon wings. She which barely she makes it. Almost didn't make it. And then what a diva. She gets her red shoes from uh, Odette, the cleaning lady. And she goes out and she's waiting on stage and like the prima ballerina standing next to her. And she's like, let's show them why we dance. And then you see like Victor's there like, yay. And then like Odette and the teacher are like, we're in love. It was like a weird. Everything works out. It didn't quite get set up. Yeah. So it was just weird. Yeah. It's not the best written movie. And uh, and that was leap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think in general I was just kind of bored during this movie. Yeah, I mean it was fine. It wasn't anything like it's a fine movie. Like if the kids are super into it and watching it all the time, I don't think it's horrible. No, not at all. But I mean, there's there are better movies. Well, yeah. We Although watch that, <laughs> watch that scene least, where she's like, "At least it's go towards time. the end and say, stop, it's hammer time.' that it was, was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, leap. Yeah, what was that? Leap. Um. So yeah. Uh. Please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rate, review, subscribe, do all those wonderful things because yes. it would really, really help us out. That would be awesome. Um, this may already exist because we are talking to you from slightly, slightly from the future or the past. Where are we? Oh my god, I don't even know anymore. Well, we are always speaking from the past, but this will this will <laughs> go up a few weeks after we are talking about it. Oh yeah, we're awesome. <laughs> this has nothing to do with children, but we're watching Legion and it just really fucks with my like sense of time and space. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. It's crazy. Where are we? <laughs> so, so is this real? So yes. So by the time this comes out, we may or may not have a Patreon page. So if we do, you can also help us out there and be a sponsor. And that would be amazing. And we would really, really appreciate it. Yes. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. 
at Rated PG Podcast uh, and on Facebook at PG Podcast. Uh, we're posting stuff there all the time. Um, and mm-hmm. you are probably aware, if you are a regular listener, uh, Nate's Take. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, we've, we've put out a few episodes of just, of older episodes that we've done of Nate talking about those movies. And then now, as we've gotten into the swing of things here, he's talking about the movies that we are currently talking about. Yeah. Curious to see what he has to say about this one. So you can hear his take on the movie we talk about during the week. Yeah, no. Fun stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so please, uh, yeah, subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that. Um, yeah. And we really appreciate all you all your fans out there. Uh, and just keep it. Because I think I went through a wormhole. Um, (laughs) Whoa. But but remember, (laughs) if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it. Unless it's Legion. Okay, bye. (laughs) 